Good afternoon, everybody. This is Coco Rochelle, and you are listening to Conversations with Coco. Today is a wonderful day. It's Friday. It's April 24th, and we are all here. Um, Today, I have the very special privilege of talking and interviewing with not only some good sister people who are on the front line in our world, which are teachers. I have a heart for teachers. They, I used to be one. And so these ladies are absolutely amazing. And I want to introduce each one of them to you. Uh, from St. Louis, Missouri, our hometown, my hometown, we have Miss Joelle McIntosh, who is in the St. Louis public school system. Say hello, Joelle. Hello, Rochelle. Can you hear me okay? I hear you just perfectly. Thank you. Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you. And also added to our call, we have two. One is my sister. She is up in Cincinnati, Ohio, as as well as her good girlfriend, Miss Tina Turner. Not the dancer, singer, but you know the teacher. And so, uh, Kim, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yep, hear you nice and clear. And Tina, we hear you. Good afternoon, everyone. Can you hear me? hear you just fine. Ladies, thank you all so much for taking time out of your day to just sit and chat with me. Um, This has been on my mind. Of course, I've been watching the whole news and people's posts in regards to COVID-19, especially with our kids. And I'm like, what better way to have this discussion is with the teachers, as well as some of you guys' parents. So I just want to start off and let's start with Joelle. Tell us how long you've been teaching and give me, give me your feedback on where your thoughts are now in regards to the whole COVID-19 and you and your classroom. Okay, thanks Rochelle. I'm so delighted to be here today. So thank you for calling me and asking me to be a part. Um, I just want to make a quick correction. I'm no longer in St. Louis Public Schools. I'm in the Rittner School District now. Um, okay, that's right. Thank you. I apologize. No, Thank you. Thank you. No problem. I have been in education for 18 years, almost 19. I can't believe it. Um, wow. Yeah, I, it wasn't my first choice of profession. However, it is what God <laughs> required of my life. So here I am. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, this COVID-19 it has created a dynamic that is so complex. And I think that uh, teachers, administrators, parents, people in general had no idea how something seemingly so so mild, at least in the beginning, we were led to believe, mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. totally change and shift our lives. Um, right. Yeah. I think that you know, we are going to, of course, have to deal with the social and emotional trauma that Mm -hmm. our communities are experiencing. Um, We really need to be hyper aware that our children don't always have the vocabulary uh, or the maturity to express what it is they're feeling, but they are definitely feeling something. Um, Mm -hmm. I think our schools, our administrators uh, should be beginning to have some that plan A, B, C through Z for how Mm -hmm. to return to our to the new normal um, of what education might look like. Um, So and I think that we're only beginning to peel back, um, peel the onion, if you will, because onions make us cry. Right. 
peel back the <laughs> onion of what this will look like going yeah. for, forward. I don't ever see us returning back to what we left this spring. I don't ever see that happening again. Oh, no. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a quick mm-hmm. conversation I had this morning with a fellow teacher was, you know, everybody talks about what the classrooms or what the schedule is going to look like. I said, but what about the buses? Mm, we, we bring kids right. to school on buses. Then think about that. Exactly. Or I thought about Ooh. the ca- cafeteria lunch. What, it, mm, what does that yep. look like for schools that are beyond? Like my school is 1800 students. I teach high school. So what does wow. that look like? Or what does it look like when you say to students, you know what, we might not have football this year. We might not have homecoming this year. Yeah. So I just, you know, every day it's a new idea, um, yeah. something to consider. And yeah. I am pushing my educator friends, my parents, my community members to really start thinking about what is it that you need and you want for your children and, and take yourself to the table. Don't wait. Cause then they'll make a decision that you don't agree about and then you mad. So right, start thinking right. about it now. Yeah. So I know that um, Kim and Tina, they both work in the special education field up in um, yes. Cincinnati. So I know you guys have been on the phone and having your conversation. So just bring us into what those conversations have been like over the past, what, six, seven weeks. Oh, wow. I think, yeah. Tina, why don't you go first? Because you handle students more with the cognitive disabilities. Yes. And then I'll talk about it on my yes. side. Um, thanks again, Rochelle, for asking me to be a part of this. Um, it is definitely my pleasure to um, enlighten or yes. provide some insight from my standpoint. Um, this is my 29th year of teaching. And just wow, like, congratulations. Uh, just like Joelle, it's, <laughs> just like Joelle, it's hard to believe it's been that long, but um, this is my 29th year of teaching. Um, I have always taught special ed. Um, this, for the past 23 years, I've taught students with intellectual disabilities, and I'm actually in a suburb of Cincinnati, Fairfield, Ohio. And um, this has, for me, it's, it's just made things more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, um, I've questioned my ability to do what I do um, just because my kids are a hands-on population. Mm-hmm. Um, my students function at a lower grade level than what they are. I teach 6th, 7th, and 8th grade students, and most of them function anywhere from kindergarten, first grade, through a fourth grade level. So to start, some of them really don't understand what it is we're experiencing right now. Sure. They mm-hmm. do not understand that for us adults, this is a first. <laughs> you know that we've ever had to deal with anything like this but for me my frustration um at some days comes from the fact that we will never be back to normal um Mm -hmm. this is our new normal and not only do we have to educate ourselves as educators we have to educate our students and Mm -hmm. for my students my students are the huggy feely type yeah some of my students they don't get that at home so they come to school and they expect that that's deep i didn't think about that Mm -hmm. it is um this is gonna be tough um i mean just a quick example i have a student who hugs me Every time he comes into my room, every time he leaves my room, and now to teach to to have to teach him that he can't do that anymore. Yeah, 
yeah. that's gonna be tough. And unfortunately, yeah. um, he's a student with autism, so it's this piece right, right in through here is is about to be um, interesting. Um, right. You know, I get nervous because right now I have students on my caseload, and three of my students over the seven week period I haven't even heard. Mm-hmm. I've tried to get in touch with parents. I can't make contact. I'm supposed to be providing instruction. I can't provide that instruction for them because they're not calling mm-hmm. back. They're yeah. not using their phones. They're not texting. They're not responding to emails. Any of that. Yeah. So that's the part that's frustrating too. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I worry about are my kids getting enough to eat uh-huh. because I know how they eat at school. Um, I worry about whether or not they're getting that attention that they need at home, that positive attention and not so much negativity. Stop this, stop that. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's um this is this is this is tough. Um I don't yeah. my children are grown, so I don't have children at home, but you know, the, the bulk of my day from seven to two thirty, three o'clock, I'm trying to figure out how I can reach my students and yeah. make sure that they're getting at least some of what they need at this time. So understand, um, understand. Yeah. So it's 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 interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole different bird. It's a whole bird. Got you, bird. got you. What about you, yeah. Kim? Well, I have to say, there's a part of me. Let me first say thank you, sis. Uh, you've heard me talk about just the, my antics <laughs> in in yeah, this yeah. profession for a long time. And like Joelle, I came in. I actually came into the profession kicking and screaming. Um, this is my <laughs> 22nd year. Uh, I have a Amen. mother who's wow. been a, who retired uh, with teaching special ed after 43 years. Uh, so it wasn't something I wanted to go into, but I knew when I did, it had to be special education. Because uh, personally, Bless I you. think you got to be a little touched yourself to do it. <laughs> so, uh, I, they're my children. They're my people. Uh, So what's been challenging, I actually teach at a a Cincinnati public school. It's called Virtual High School. And it is a non-traditional high school uh, for credit recovery. The the students have not, for whatever reason, made it within a traditional uh, setting. So one positive for me, if I can look at the silver lining, is that being a virtual high school, they have been used to working with one-to-one technology uh, on devices. Mm -hmm. We use a software package that's approved by the state and through the district called Apex. And they are able to log in to it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that's the stage I set. But my personal classroom is I teach emotionally disturbed children. I have mm, 10, you. 10 students. I, it's the historical SBH classroom, uh, you know, severely behaviorally handicapped, but it's uh, their ED sure. is yeah. a program called Strides. So I have 10. I can never go over 10 students. I have a full-time assistant. So let me talk about the first aspect is I haven't talked to my assistant since this entire thing happened. And I've been mm-hmm. asked, what would I want my assistant to do? But we have to acknowledge the fact that the, our district hasn't provided one-to-one technology for our paraprofessionals or instructional assistants, mm-hmm. though they have provided mm-hmm. it for all of the uh, certif- certificated staff. So that's one. Right. But two, I had two students prior to this who were homeless. Mm. Yeah, one, I you said that. One, I have no yeah. idea of how to contact her, if she's okay, if she's well, if she's safe. And that's that builds a certain level of anxiety for me 
Yes, ma'am. But also, yeah. you know, I did find out one of my other uh, students has been incarcerated. Even though that's mm. negative, oh. positive yeah. for me is that I know he is in one place and he's getting three meals a yeah. day and he has a place yeah. to sleep. So that helps, that that helps me lessen mm. that anxiety for me a bit. Now, I do have other students uh, who some have technology at home. Half of my students are in uh, the county system, Ham- Hamilton County uh, a system, jobs and jobs and family services system, where they are in foster homes or they're in a group home or they're in independent living. So you got to think about right. the fact that they're by themselves, even though they're in a group home or independent living where there are other people could be. But they're away from mm-hmm. family. They're away. Mm-hmm. I've been the most consistent yeah. person in their lives. And so, yeah, just like I'm sure I know they miss me because I've spoken to some of them. I'm missing them because I, right. I, I pride myself on being able to provide to them that consistency of that one adult yeah. in their life that they can trust who's going to always be honest with them, who is very supportive, who has their back, who's helping them prepare for their post-secondary goals. So, you know, Mm -hmm. for, I have, I'm glad to say that six of my students um, completed everything to graduate. Look, was looking forward Mm. to a graduation ceremony that, you know, none of their family, some some of their family members have never even graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. So they're missing that walk across the stage. Um, but mm. the other thing our district is dealing with is because we know all of our students don't have one-to-one technology, the goal was to first to um, get out laptops or devices to our seniors, but you have to yeah. also yeah. see if they have uh, you know, internet Wi-Fi. access, Wi-Fi, if, internet they, connection. if yep. they have the capability. You know, and mm-hmm. here Cincinnati Bell is providing yep. free Wi-Fi and Spectrum. But if you have services with them and you're behind on your bills, then you can't get the service. Correct. So there's like, oh you know, there's another story to it. Um, so if anything, yeah. right now, I'm, I look at it as an, I'm a teacher, but I'm also a mom of a sixth grader who missed out on mm. his Washington, D.C. trip that he was looking forward to with his peers, who yeah. I have to make yeah. sure is staying up on top of his schoolwork while we're here at home and how it has yeah. to be electronically submitted and how he has to have a, you know, a schedule because that's what kids work well with the yeah. schedule. So mm-hmm. one, yeah, they I'm do. seeing that on my own front, you know, because it's happening here. But I mm-hmm. also, it makes me feel a little anxious because I don't know what my students are getting. You know, yeah. every yeah. child should have the same opportunities. But we live in a world where that's exactly. not the case. Correct. You know, so yeah, I'm... I think I've even had to check myself, check my self-care, my own mental health in this process, because Mm -hmm. it can, it can, it can sadden you sometimes when you think about those on the outside and who don't have, especially when you're used to seeing your students, you know, it's something I'm sure I could tell, I'm sure everybody relates to. There are children Mm -hmm. and we call them our children. And because we are collectively you know, and as a part of their lives and rearing them and trying to guide them. So that's that's a that's a hard pill. I also have a college student here at yeah. home. So it's also yes. navigating and managing, knowing that I yes. have a soon to be twenty year old who's like, Why can't I go out? Why right. can't I 
Yeah, Joelle yeah. does too. She has, she has a couch. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I had to pass that off to my husband. I said, you know what? I can't make that decision right now. I need you two to work right. on that. You guys have an understanding because it increases my anxiety and I can't deal with that. You know, I don't want to argue with him. Yeah. My thing is, you know, I'm old school because sure. I said so. But I also am recognizing, you know, we have to... Um, be aware of the differences of our children so we can make sure we're doing the best that we can, guiding them the best that we can. So exactly. it's a challenge. Exactly. It's Absolutely. a challenge. Absolutely. So one of the things I thought about is that you all are teachers, so you have these years of experience, but I'm noticing a lot of parents who are who feel like they're failing because they don't have some of those wonderful skill sets that you guys have. So I would like to go around the table and see what advice or what words of encouragement and guidance can you give for the parents? Because some yeah, parents are fed yeah. up. I'm, they're like, uh, I'm ready to send little JoJo or somebody back to school because <laughs> I didn't know. I'm, di- I, you know, I'm sorry. They apologizing to the teachers. Like, you know, I apologize that I said my child was an angel. <laughs> I, I admit that he is not. And you know, it, it is it is amazing how perspective now <laughs> is uh, is a little different. So, Joelle, let me start with you. Um, what advice would you give to parents at home who are are not familiar with the ways of being an educator and teacher to their child? You know, I would say to parents, first of all, the work that when we ended the school year or paused or shift transition that's the best word transition the way we did the way we had to it was about accountability Mm -hmm. the work that we have sent and we have posted has been about accountability to our districts to our taxpayers for our jobs right right um right i think that after we leave that piece Parents have to realize they are they are the best teachers for their children. Absolutely. And so take a look at whatever work the teacher sent. And it doesn't have to be the worksheet. It could be a conversation about the worksheet. Was it about a story? Mm-hmm. Did you read the story together? Ask your child what they thought about it. Is there a video? Don't feel so restricted that I have to get all of the worksheets done or we have to be on the computer the whole time. You do not. You're still the parent. You are still the guider that you, you give direction. So relax, you know, some of it Mm. is just Mm. conversation. You, you know, one of my girlfriends posted a picture of her son. She gave him a task to do some painting of the, uh, the outdoor furniture, you know, patio furniture. And she okay. said, she right, said, right. can this count? I said, certainly. It is art. And then if you want to talk about how mm-hmm. long did it take to dry, that can be mathematical. If you had to do 10 chairs, exactly. you know, or how did the sun help with the dryness? Or how did, if it was humid outside, how long did it? Mm-hmm. That's, that's part of a conversation. And as long as your child is thinking I think that's the big thing educators mm-hmm. want yeah. to want kids. We just don't want them to stop thinking. You know, if you're yeah. going to watch TV, if you got a favorite show, my girl's favorite show is Law and Order Criminal Intent. It drives me. <laughs> no, really? Girl, okay. it drives me to distraction. 
but then we can sit down, <laughs> you know, and talk about what did you see? How did it make you feel? What would you have done in that situation? Yeah. What do you think might have happened if this happened 10 years ago or 10 years from now? All of that conversation is keeping them thinking. And so I think as, yeah. you know, uh, lastly, you could talk about cooking. All of us are tired of cooking. That's right. Child, oh, I'm Say tired. that again. Yes, Lord. You better put it. You think, <laughs> if you think about it, everything we teach in school can be taught in cooking. You yes. measuring stuff. You got to buy groceries mm. and spend money. That's math. You got science and measuring. You talking about what makes a cake rise? That's science again. You got to read some directions. That's comprehension. You know, if you decide to change it, isn't that how we edit a uh change your recipe isn't how we edit the, the writings that we do in English or math you know so you can bring it all into what you're doing every single day That's every good. single day so yeah. don't yeah. parents just breathe baby breathe we was just try, yeah. trying to get yeah. us yeah. some stuff so that you you wouldn't say you weren't doing our jobs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tina, what about you? What what would you share with parents um, out there? One of the things that I use an app called Remind, and it is simply a, a, a method of text messaging and staying in contact with my parents. And one of the first mm -hmm. things that I did when we got out of school, um, I I posted a quote that said, "Don't sweat the small stuff." And yeah. it was because I wanted them to know that, yes, while I'm sending home these packets, we sent home a packet on the 13th when we got out of school and they since picked up another one and they've been doing some online work. I said, please don't stress over it. Don't sweat it. Yeah. Do yeah. What you can do. Just try. Okay. That's, that's right. one of the things I, that's, that's what right. I said to my students. Um, and as Joelle was talking, she was talking about the everyday things that we do here at home. I told my parents, you can do everything that I'm asking, that I've asked the kids to do on a worksheet. You can do it at home. Mm -hmm. You, When you mm -hmm. assign those chores, have them tell the elapsed time. How long did it take you? If you started at one o'clock, you finished at 2.15. How long did it take you to do that? Yep. When you're read when you're yep. reading those reading those recipes, they need to understand the order in which they're doing things. That sequence, they're reading mm -hmm. the recipes, they're doing the measuring, they're they're using the fraction, um, following one two step directions without having them repeat it. You know, my kids need a lot of prompting, so I told them, I said, okay, try to uh, track how many times you have to tell them to do A, B, or C. But it's part of every. It's part of what we do every day. Yep. Um, That's true. We talk about. That's you know, true. I, I told my kids as it related to like social studies, compare and contrast. Think about how our lives were before the coronavirus. Think about how our lives will be after the virus. You know. Yep. That's good. And, and the kinds of things that we're having to deal with at this point. Um, they can watch any given TV show with their child and just yep. talk about it. Just talk about it. I'm not asking mm -hmm. you to write down, answer questions. Just talk about it. And then when we talk, you can tell me, you know, what kinds of conversations you've had. You know, I've, I've had the opportunity yeah. to, to Zoom chat with them, you know, on video. And, you know, we've yeah, done some problems together. But at the end of the day, I told my parents, don't, don't stress. <laughs> don't, don't yeah. sweat it. They'll be fine. They'll be yeah, fine. Exactly. So. 
Yeah, Kim, what think, about you? Um, what's important for our parents to know, especially here, even within our district is, which I'm, I'm confident that this is happening across the, the country. Um, just like with my son's college, mm-hmm. they have an option to do a pass um, or fail, or within pay, our fail. district, we have a, a pass mm-hmm. or incomplete. Our goal, which I love that our district has said that, is we are to do no harm. Mm-hmm. Do no harm. We already know that anxiety yes. has risen across, you know, between parents, between staff, between students. Our goal is to make sure we minimize that anxiety as much as possible. Yes. So yes. I love the opportunity that we get to use technology with the Google Meet. I get to communicate with them. You know, I had a lot of teachers who were mm-hmm. like, I don't want to give yeah. out my personal phone number. Well, I feel you on that. But we have technology, Google right. Voice. We'll use mm-hmm. a different phone number and my parents will call and leave voicemail messages. I, I actually look at it from a different standpoint that this is an opportunity for us to reset. Parents, yes, as teachers, we do a lot with their kids. We have them all day. But we are, we've gotten away from the time, the quality time that we get a chance to spend with our kids. I'm finding myself just me and my husband, my boys sitting in the living room, just talking Mm -hmm. about things Mm -hmm. that we hadn't talked Mm -hmm. about in a long time or hadn't even considered. But just to have that dialogue with one another, that helps keep the peace within the house too. But us playing games, I mean, they created games (laughs) that, you know, their creativity is, you know, is just one fascinating to me. But I would tell a parent, you can only do the best that you can do. Don't try mm-hmm. to go, try to be something that yeah. you're not. Correct. Um, we learn a lot mm-hmm. as parents mm-hmm. from our kids, you know, and we have to acknowledge the That's fact true. that, you know, I, I recognize that I have, t- I have parents who don't have as high of education as some of their children. Mm-hmm. So that's yes. a frustration right, that right, I know right. that they feel. So yes. that's why I communicate with them different um, resources for them to be able to use from Khan Academy yeah. for the different subjects. You know, they can go where there's someone else mm-hmm. speaking, showing how to do the problems. But like mm-hmm. Joelle and, and Tina, sure. my thing is too, what can, what's happening within the house? My son's art teacher. I love exactly. those videos and say, hey, mm-hmm. try make a heart using spoons or how about going in your backyard and on Earth Day, you know, just seeing the, the different things that are out there in your backyard. I mean, you have to, mm-hmm. you're just being creative. But my thing is, is, is relax. Relax. I will say yeah. that I'm, I yeah. accept, I love the fact that people are now recognizing the value of educators. Absolutely. Oh, you know, how many oh, times God. are, you know, you've been in meetings oh. or you've seen the teacher yes. did, the teacher don't like my kid or the teacher this. And exactly. but now yes. these same parents are like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sorry Absolutely. for not mm-hmm. yeah, um, respecting absolutely. you or valuing your yeah. your role or yeah. not believing you when you said my child was a certain kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like we're not there right. to harm. And I and I accept the fact of knowing, you know, every educator is not in it for the right reasons. Correct. And you know, there you go. but also this too. is a time That's for true. you to be able to say, Hey, let me see what everybody is doing. Let's get on the same page and I really like the my district thing of do no harm. 
we are not here to do no any yep. harm to anyone, yeah. including yep. ourselves. I think especially as a special yeah. educator, you know, in particular, it's like we have so much paperwork we got to do. We got to do progress reports. Exactly. We still got to do IEP yeah. meetings. We still got to yes, do progress reports. There you, but, go. you know, we still have to do specially designed instruction. Yep. And as I'm actually the curriculum yep. uh, council chair for intervention specialists here in my district. And thank God it's my last term. But it is teaching me more now than it ever has before <laughs> mm-hmm. because we are having to meet virtually. We are yeah. I'm mm-hmm. having, I'm not only teaching my own kids, but helping my own colleagues minimize their anxiety. Rem- remind them that you are doing a good job. As long as you're doing yes. the best that you can do, that's all that we can there ask you go. for you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, well, I would say for me as a single parent, it it was definitely an adjustment for me. It's just me and my child. And so we dealt with the the mm-hmm. anxiety and stress of going, you know, being shifted so harshly um, of her norm just being, I see my friends, okay, I can. Um, to also making sure that mm-hmm. she's not sleeping mm-hmm. all day. And, and trying to keep her on schedule. So I know a lot of parents have been definitely wanting to make sure that their kids are active in some way. I mean, true enough, I think they all at certain points need a time to just oh, breathe yeah. and just sleep in because they're all processing differently. But we are now becoming teachers where we have to at least provide some sort of structure for them. And it could be a, a it could be mm-hmm, structured mm-hmm. play. Not necessarily. Sarah, you, you, you hit the um, nail on I, the head. A schedule, I think, is crucial. Even yep. if the schedule doesn't yep. start till yep. 10 a.m., 11 a.m., or noon. But a consistent schedule exactly. Monday yes. through Friday, because eventually they will go back to school. Of, of, it will look differently. It's going to yes. be a new normal. But a schedule helps also. I, I'm, I mean, I'm, our, our district, we're actually talking for the first time about blended learning. Um, our mm-hmm. first week of school where yeah. we would usually have professional development has been thrown out of the window where we are going to be in our buildings trying to establish a plan for our, our individual buildings. And I'm and glad that, you yes. guys are having that conversation. Mm-hmm. We, we have not. We are not currently. Yeah, we have not had that either. Well, it needs to happen because it can't be the way it used to be. Uh, Absolutely. And until people, until we start recognizing that, acknowledging that, those discussions won't happen, unfortunately. But I think the biggest thing for our kids and for our parents, for sanity purposes, is to just have a routine, have a schedule. Even before this COVID-19, having a routine and schedule, the that's yeah. what works for me and my students who are considered emotionally disturbed. And I said, the mm-hmm. same thing yep. I do in my classroom where people can't tell I teach these type of students is the same thing that'll work in any household. Yeah. If you have routine, yep. if you have a schedule right. where kids know and they don't feel like they're um, flailing, where there's yeah. security and stability, you'll have a great student. It'll it'll go over into yep. the classroom too. Absolutely. So I would say that's an important yeah. thing too of knowing when we're gonna um, get up, when or when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm getting out of my pajamas or putting it on some lounge mm-hmm. things. You know, my son and I we go walking every day. My twelve year old because we fill out his exercise log for a gym. 
Nice. So Very that gives nice. us time to walk oh, through the neighborhood. And he actually likes it when I don't include dad. <laughs> He's like, Mom, is dad going? I kind of really dad. just wanted to talk to you. And I said, okay. And we just yeah. talked. Okay. You know, we do the TikTok yeah. thing together. Exactly. We did one together exactly. yesterday. First one I've ever done. But it's caused me to even come to his side, his world, to get to know what he's mm-hmm. involved in, even exactly. more so. Yeah, yes. that speaks a lot. That speaks a lot. Well, ladies, I am going to wind up this call, but I want to tell you that even though I'm glad you don't have to go into into the school buildings, you are essential to this world. We need you. We appreciate you. And I wanted to see if there's any last words you just wanted real quickly to say each of you. So yes, Tina, at I'll the start end of the you. day, and I've been thinking about this while Kim was talking, all I've asked my parents to do is try. When we think about the word try, make an effort. Yeah. Put forward. Yes. Just try. That's all. Just just try. That's yeah. it. That's it for me. All right. All right. You know, well, I just I really want to encourage parents community to bring voice to the table don't sit back and wait to see what your districts tell you to do tell your districts what you need how we can best support you and then we can create policies and procedures and structures to do that don't wait your voice their voices matter they always have but now more than ever we're not in everybody's home we're not in everybody's neighborhood. We we don't know yeah. everything. We think some folks think they do, but I'll leave that to another conversation. <laughs> um, so please, so please, please, please bring, bring your voice. You know, bring your ideas. Nothing is too small. We we need everybody at the table during this time. I think Great. if I have Kim, to say anything you? is, um, I would ask that everyone just begin their days with prayer some type of meditation. Um, There's nothing we're going to be able to do Mm. without Mm. God. (laughs) And if, you know, and I look at it, this is his opportunity to reset us. Indeed. You know, I've noticed, um, not just from the educational side, but just everyone, this is an opportunity for us to be still and know who he is. And, uh, you know, there are different times that we Mm -hmm. have to just reset and and sit back and, and be quiet and be still and just be and so mm-hmm. I would just say just mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. ways to incorporate within your day prayer and and, mm-hmm. and take care of self um, and, and, and pray for one another um, we will get through this um, this will pass this too shall mm-hmm. pass yep. yes it will and no we yes, can't it look will. at it as yes. I want it back to the way it used to be I honestly don't want it the way it used to be I want it better than what it was. Yes. Mm. There you go. Gotcha. All righty. Well, ladies, thank, thank you. you all so much. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. you guys are just awesome. Thank you guys. You've been listening to Conversations with Coco. Please just keep Love listening you. to us. And Love check you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.